We're glad you joined us today. We know the road may feel isolating, but we are here to go along this journey with you and love the call to action. Rock Up Buttercup is a podcast hosted by Deployed Love. We're going to join together and chat about all things military life. So you know the drill. Rock Up Buttercup! Hey, everybody, we're back again with another podcast, and we're super excited because today we have a really fun guest with us. Before we get started, I just wanted to do a little bit of an announcement again of our 5K. We do have our 5K coming up, and if you wanted to get a t-shirt in time for the 5K, you need to order them this week, so make sure you're getting on and ordering them. But what's so exciting about our podcast today is that we have a guest that we, from the second we heard his story, which we read in a news article, we've been hoping that he would come join us on the show and he's here with his dad. So we have Davidson and his dad, Dave, and Ash is going to kind of tell a little bit more about you guys' story. Yeah. So Davidson wrote a book called Brave for My Family and dad illustrated it. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So we thought this was like the perfect time to have you guys on the podcast. It's April, it's military child month. And so we thought it would be like the perfect fit having you Davidson on the podcast and your story really encompassed what being a military, military child means. So what does that mean? What does it mean to be a military child for yourself? Like thinking back now. So military child, I guess means that your mom or dad or is in the military and that's basically it. <laughs> what do you think is different within other kids that don't have parents? What are some things that your life is a little different? You don't always get to see your parents. So when you like, maybe we can kind of extend on that question. What do you like about being a military kid? That sometimes we get to actually go with our dads to cool places and like this week, we're going to a school where they teach us how to survive in the wilderness and all that. And oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Jealous of that. I want to go play. <laughs> <laughs> and so we get to go there and like learn how to hunt a rabbit and make a shelter. And another thing that's cool about being a military child is that sometimes they teach you, your mom or dad teach you something like, like my dad teaches me how to hide stuff properly or all the army stuff they could teach you and what they do in the army, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you also get to see all their patches. Like I like seeing their patches. Yeah. They have really (laughs) cool uniforms and stuff. Have you ever gotten a chance to try on your dad's uniform? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you like it? Uh Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's an experience that, yeah, a lot of kids wouldn't get that chance to do, huh? Mm -hmm. So We read your book. Obviously, we just read it before we got to talk to you and we were so excited. You guys worked together on drawing that. What made you think about turning it into a book? So I'm just going to tell you the story real quick. Yes, absolutely. So at first, we started to write the book and all that. We just thought it could be like a, a little family book just for our family and some friends. But then my dad noticed that it's actually a pretty good book. So we could make it a book so other military kids could actually read it. And they could know, they know that there's, there's other military kids out there. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. I know that a lot of kids, when you're at schools that aren't particularly just with other military kids, uh, the kids that you're at school with might not even know what it means to be a military kid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And dad, what made you like so eager to draw? I mean, that's such a cool project to work on together. Yeah, so I've always liked drawing. And so I 
started writing just kind of myself, just to organize thoughts and kind of think through things. And that's kind of how I, that's kind of how my mind works. So do whatever experience uh, happens. I kind of just do what I need to do for the job at that point. And then when I get a chance, I like to kind of sort that out and, and kind of process everything and writing helps me do that. And I think that, uh, so I had made the recommendation to Davidson, even though he was only in kindergarten to, to think about doing that. Right. And so he started writing about our time when I was wounded in when, when I was at Walter Reed. And as he was writing, I was like, you know, this is a pretty, this is a pretty good story. You know, I mean, he was recalling, you know, actual events, but it was from him, his perspective. And I thought it was pretty cool. And so as he was doing that, I decided I was going to draw whatever he was writing. So I'd wait for him to write whatever it was and he would write and I would draw on Sunday afternoons. And for me, that was kind of it was something that was important to me because I had, you know, I lost, I, I lost half my eyesight in my dominant eye and I have no near sight in my uh, dominant eye. So me liking to draw my whole life, you know, everything kind of up close is, it kind of looks like a eighties glamor photo. <laughs> <laughs> and so drawing was for me kind of a significant thing because it was getting something that I really enjoyed doing back. And then it was something that Davidson and I, I think really connected. As we did that, we suddenly found ourselves kind of several pages and, and drawings into what was a really good story. And um, just everything Davidson had talked about kind of came to fruition. Yeah, it's a really great story. I mean, I'm a military kid myself. So definitely been in your shoes, and could really connect with a lot of the things that you're saying about your dad. So it was very sweet. And it's, and it's very different to hear it from the kid's perspective. So I really enjoyed reading it or having Sabrina read it to me because the book's with her. So I got a story time mm-hmm. today. <laughs> so what is something that you would like to tell other military, military kids who might be going through the same things that you did with your dad being deployed and possibly getting injured while he was away? So just like a little word of encouragement or something like that. Mm -hmm. So what I would tell them is to just keep praying that he'll come back and that he can, it depends where he's going, but just to stay, uh, what is it, hopeful? Wait, no. Yeah, hopeful. And just hold on a little longer until he comes back. Yep. Hope and prayer can be pretty powerful, can't they? Yeah. 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 So how old were you when you wrote the book? We were trying to do the math on that. So you started writing it in kindergarten? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And how old are you now? 10. 10. All right. So you did that book. It's been quite a while since you wrote that book. Are you guys planning on writing another book similar to it? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Your story. I mean, he's still, your dad still deploys occasionally, right? And you still have a lot of experiences together. So we would love for you to write another book. I know we'd be excited. My kids are going to be really excited to read this when they get their hands on it. So thank you. Yeah, Davidson's a really good writer. He has written some fiction stuff and then he's also made his own 
language for his own world. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the start of a great author right yeah. there. I'm a I, huge fantasy. I love fantasy fiction and I love all of those worlds and the authors that can tell the details down to like what the grass looks like. So I love that kind of stuff. So that's a great path for you and I love it. Thank you. Yeah. One thing we're looking at is uh, David Sinetta, a good idea for a, a game. So he might be making his own board game. Yeah. Oh, you'll definitely have to let us know if that comes, it actually come into plan. Um, we would love to share that on our pages. That would be great. Okay. So we have, I think, one more question for you guys. And it's really a question for both of you. What is your favorite memory of your time as a military fam- family that you got to experience because of the military? Well, my favorite thing was actually after he came back from a deployment, because he would give us surprises and it was just be um it was just fun seeing that he was back and he could be with us and spend time with us. Yeah. It's really exciting. Did you have you gone to any really cool places because of dad being in the military? Actually we have. Because he he got wounded and all that with his eye, we got to visit the um the vice president Joe Biden, which is actually now the president. And we got to see his house and all that. Wow. And he even had lunch with us. That was That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. That's such a special experience to be able to tell all your friends about things like that is really cool. I will say for me, the, you know, it's, I guess it's not just one memory, but I'd say that the big, the biggest thing for me being in the military is that, you know, I've been on 14 deployments and I've been gone about five years out of Davidson's 10 years. And so every time I go, I I think for military families, you know, a lot of people who are not military kind of tend to think that the more a military parent deploys, the more, you know, the family kind of gets used to it and you get used to it in terms of routines and processes, but you never uh, really get over being gone. And I say it's more like each deployment is another rock in the rucksack. It's, it's harder and you get stronger with each one, but it, it doesn't necessarily get easier. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when I'm gone, you know, the thing, you know, you talk about memories and I, a recurring memory is just, you know, seeing all the big events you know, in pictures and, you know, with Davidson, my first appointment with Davidson, I left when he was six months old and I came back when he was a year and a half and it, you know, first steps, first words, first birthday, first Christmas, everything, right. All the firsts, you know, you never, you never get that back. Right. So that's a sacrifice and it's a sacrifice the whole family makes the thing that is good, that's kind of the silver lining to that, is that me being gone, I really appreciate family, right? So when I'm, when I'm home, I really try to make the most of, of being there and just kind of savoring the time together, right? And making the most of it. And I don't think that all families necessarily 
feel that because you kind of, as a military family, you kind of feel like your time is, is kind of limited, right? And so you just really want to make the most of it. Whereas if in your mind, you're kind of like, hey, my family's here and they'll always be around. Sometimes, you know, people grow up and they move out and all that stuff. And, and before you know it, you know, that time has passed. So every time I come home, it's like, it's like a second and third and fourth honeymoon for my wife and I. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just really appreciate being around my family. Every time I come home is a memorable event. Every time I leave is a memorable event. I can remember every deployment I've left and I can remember every deployment I've come back. Yeah. And that's kind of why you guys are part of us as Rug Up Buttercup mostly, but we're also part of Deployed Love. And the reason we created Deployed Love was so that we had, so that it's not just the memory of them leaving, but you can make memories while um, your soldier is away. And you should still be able to, you know, continue your life and capture those moments and be able to enjoy your family. And because the soldiers downrange like to see their families happy, you want to see that they're still able to live their life and not pausing it, you know, just because you're doing your job. So that's why we've kind of brought that all together. And we support your families while you guys are gone while you're, they're here and we bring events and fun stuff to keep them busy. So we try to help on the other end, I guess, more so. I will say too, you know, that this book, one of the things that, that came about that I think is really great, it goes right in line with what, what you guys are doing, is that, you know, being in the military is a family business um, because it is not a singular sacrifice. Like my wife doesn't get to work where she wants to work and she has to put things on hold. And like I was saying, birthdays and Christmases and all those are sacrificed right and to me you know i have i i've been wounded but to me the biggest the, the toughest sacrifices to deal with are the those moments where we weren't together and i think for me when people who are not in the military say thank you for your service to my family that's when i really feel appreciated because they understand what the sacrifice means. And it's just not, it's not just me hopping on a plane and being gone and doing army stuff. It, it's, it's about the family's sacrifice to the, to uh, our way of life. And, and I really appreciate when people think, especially spouses and kids, because they, they didn't sign on the dotted line, right? Like mm -hmm. they're supportive, but they are literally the unsung heroes. If I didn't have the family I have, I couldn't be the soldier I am. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't be sitting here talking if it wasn't for my family. So, you know, I, I just had to say that because uh, what you guys are doing uh, is really encouraging to me as, as a soldier. Yeah. I mean, I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, it's really refreshing to hear it from the soldier standpoint. You know, you hear a lot of spouses saying, you know, no, we're here to support our husbands. We've, we've made these sacrifices and things like that. So it's actually really refreshing to hear you say those types of words. I mean, we're both military spouses. So we were right there along with your wife, um, making those sacrifices and our kids not seeing their parents and their dad or their mom for the longest time. So 
you know, we appreciate all of the spouses that are in our network um, and mm-hmm. especially our kids, our kids rock. Military kids yeah. are the best. They so, are. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, you did a really if, good job with your interview too, David. So I was going to say, we did an interview with our kids last for our last podcast and they did not participate as willingly as you have. So. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say too, if you really, uh, if you're not in the military and you really want to say thank you to a soldier, uh, instead of, you know, buy him a a t-shirt or dinner or something like that, buy his wife a spa day. And that will really, (laughs) that will really say thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if they're going to break down and cry if that ever happens. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Say Ashley and I both did a deployment last year and it would have been dead serious. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. Sabrina's husband was deployed and my husband was part of the the unit that rapidly deployed twice at the beginning of 2020. And adding in COVID and all that. It was a COVID. Yeah. we that, yeah like I probably would have like fallen on the ground crying if someone's like here's a spa day Thank your husband. Um, <laughs> all right do you guys have any final thoughts or anything else you want to say to the families that are going to be listening to this about your book or just about military life in general I think uh one thing that's important um or has been important for a family is on the cover of the book is a uh, picture of Davidson and me praying. And even when we are apart, because I've been, especially on the last few deployments in a place where I cannot even email or Skype or do any of that stuff, right? And so that prayer is almost, it's almost like, it's almost like a, a, a time where you know you're connected, right? And you know you're connected in, in prayer, and even though you're not looking at a face or listening to a voice, there's connection there. And um, so I'll say for families deployed uh, or with, with parents or spouses deployed, I, I think that's, that's something that's important that really helps, uh, really helps with the challenge of it. Yeah, we had actually talked to a marriage ministry a few months back, and that's similar to what they said when they went through deployments and stuff was that at night they'd go out and look at the same moon and pray at the same time. And that was one of their ways that they connected every night because, it's you know, the moon's there, whether you're on a different part of the world or not. And it's I think that's a very special moment to have that every day. Yeah, that's uh, Elizabeth's in the other room with Hadassah, but that's that's literally looking at the moon that's been something that is uh the same or that's been something that that elizabeth and i you know has resonated with us because you do you have those moments where you just have a couple seconds and you look up at the moon and you're like i'm on the same planet mm-hmm. as my family and when she looks up at the moon we're looking at the same thing right yeah and it's it's a very connecting moment i think so um, do you guys want to tell us where everybody can find your book so that they can get a hold of it? Cause I know after this, people are going to want to read it. Uh, so you can, you can find it anywhere where, uh, books or are sold Amazon and Barnes Noble. If you're in the, in the Fayetteville area or North Carolina country bookshop has it there as well. And that's Kimberly there has done a really great job of working with us on the, on the book. And as you'll read in the book too, the, so half the proceeds go to Davidson because he's the author. And then the other half, my half of the proceeds uh, go to 
different foundations like the Green Beret Foundation that help families because the Green Beret Foundation certainly helped us out. And the Green Beret Foundation is definitely one of those tried and true organizations that they were there when you needed them, right? People. Yeah, yeah you have they full experience families. of it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Always good to know. Yeah. So Brave for My Family is their book. Um, we will make sure in the show notes that we include links to where you can purchase it. So that's exciting. And some pictures from the book so you can see some of the beautiful artwork as well. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we want to thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, again, we appreciate it um, so much. And we really did enjoy reading your book and getting to talk to you guys today. Thank you so much um, for uh, letting me come here and talk about my book. Yeah, we've really enjoyed it and getting to know you and your dad has been really wonderful. So and everybody who's listening, thank you for joining us today on our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Another one of our military children to give back for this month. So we've really enjoyed having the whole month to celebrate our military kids this month. So if you caught the podcast, make sure you pick up the book at your local Amazon or Barnes and Noble. If you're local to Fayetteville, like he mentioned, there's a store that's carrying that. So we'll make sure all that's in our show notes and we will catch you again next month. So rock up, buttercup. Bye.